Welcome back to another episode of Warp, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. My name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. Aaron. Minwin. Amen. Welcome back, everybody. We are in the throes of season three. We're up to episode 11 in the double digits. Mm-hmm. The Hunted. And I got 45 minutes and 46 seconds on the clock, and I'm punching the triangle in three, two, one, punch. <laughs> I didn't know we were in the throes of this. That's his. his we're uh, deep in the throes, man. Yeah, okay. okay. I gotta get ready. I gotta. I didn't know. I let me lube we're up. Past, we're getting to the halfway point. That's right in the throes of it, man. Feels good. I I wasn't expecting it. It's a surprise. Thanks for letting me know. Full throws, man. Full throws. Full throws. Okay. Oh damn! You're right. Look at that. It might so be a little right off the bat. Check out that middle-aged uh, man's butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't mind. It looked good. It looked yeah. good. It oh looked pretty gosh. good for a middle-aged yeah. man in a jumpsuit. I mean, right? and and who's this tall drink of water? Cromwell. That's James Cromwell. <laughs> it's Farmer Hoggett. Uh, um, yeah. I'll do, pig. Right off the bat, he will play Zephram Cochran in First Contact. Oh yeah, Star Trek role. <laughs> Funny, I never made that connection. Well, you probably haven't seen this episode. It's the mustache. But I mean, I knew knew that he played uh, the Cockrum pilot character, but then I didn't make all, you know, I mean, I don't make those sort of connections anyways. You didn't realize he was Farmer Hoggett? Mm -hmm. No, I didn't realize. That's cool, though. And he he seemed so tall. I didn't realize he was so tall. He's tall. tall, Frakes Frakes is pretty tall. Yeah, Yeah, he's taller than Frakes. Cromwell's got to be six 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 seven. Yeah, nice. <clears throat> got a very eighties mustache going mm-hmm. on. It's a good mm. look for him, I think. Yeah, looks good. Looking trim, for sure. Although, how can you not fall in love with Picard here? Jeez. I'm gonna open the kimono a little bit on, <laughs> on my process for preparing for this show. Uh huh. And I watched this episode and the next episode, and oh. they are very thematically and. <laughs> Oh, they're exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I just wa- I literally just watched them both like right before we got on. Like that's what I did. This mm-hmm. And yeah, they are uh, weirdly similar plot wise. Yep. Like they should have spaced these two episodes out. <laughs> <laughs> we're sort of metagaming because we're talking about next week's episode. Yeah, but you know, people, we need to bring them in and just be level with them. You got to be honest in this day and age. Yeah, you know, but yes, you're yeah, right. So this crazy. week's episode, this week's episode, and next week's episode are uh, sim- certainly similar in plot and pretty similar, similar. In, in theme too. Uh, they're they're both the the guest star is a sort of angsty, like militant <laughs> freedom, freedom fighter, fighter. at thirty something white guy with big hair. <laughs> that's so the important part and he's but he's like it's important that he's fighting a cause right it's, yes these are both sort of class this is a classic star trek ethical dilemma episode where they have to decide what whether or not to get involved in this uh this dispute down on the planet and which side is the right side to support what about the prime it's Direct? also a vietnam allegory it makes me think of Manchurian Candidate because he's like mm-hmm. he's not brain he's not brainwashed like he knows who he is, but they've like messed around with his mind to turn him into like it's like he's like the Winter Soldier, like he's been right. programmed to be a badass killer. Now they don't need him anymore. What is he going to do? That's sort right. of the so we're watching. 
Season 3, Episode 11, The Hunted. Original air date January 6, 1990. Investigating a planet, applying for membership into the Federation, the crew of the Enterprise finds a group of inhabitants who used to be soldiers, but now fight for their very existence. Aaron, what do you think the IMDb rating of this episode is? <laughs> Not going to be in a card. In card. I'll say a six. Don't oh. think too hard. I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah, like it matters. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I really for bringing this. us back to reality, Matt. Hey. She's really gonna mean, really mean this. I think it's a seven. Oh wow! You're you not just it. saying seven because that's your that's default that's answer. It. Like that's your. <laughs> you actually, you actually. I told you, I really mean this. She said she really mean this. I, I heard you, and it was sincere. I could tell. Mm-hmm. I give it a six seven. I think it's a little better than that. I think this is a pretty. I think this is a pretty good episode. I'm gonna say this is in the sort of seven seven range. Oh, then wow. when? Six. Five, You've been right seven. before. <laughs> One or two times. <laughs> what do okay, we have? We've done this 160 times. We've all been right. <laughs> well, not seven point five. Oh, it was higher. Nice. Oh. This is a pretty good one, I thought. Like, oh. I, I like that. Uh, I, I like how clever the guy is when he's like running around the ship, pulling his little like schemes. Like, I, I enjoyed all of that. I like that it's a Troy. It's kind of a Troyish episode, but she doesn't do the thing that I thought was going to happen, which is fall in love with the guy. Like, she helps sure. him, but she doesn't like. She doesn't have that thing which they've already gone to that well a couple of times where mm-hmm. Troy falls in love with this week's guest star. Yeah. Uh, so don't do that this episode, which I appreciated. Well, she's uh, still recovering she from the one just a few weeks yeah, ago. That, that, yeah, that's right. She's still getting over uh, the guy who... <laughs> tall, dark, and... He tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah. Yeah. She's still getting over having that baby. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That one day baby. Yeah, she's been over one that day for baby. a long time. It was a day It was a one day baby. <laughs> Not a day It was a day like <laughs> By the way, good opening of the kimono earlier, producer Jacob. That was, uh, you're looking tight under there. That was very uh, helpful. Looking it tight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good observations there, too. If this wasn't a podcast, you'd know that that's not true. <laughs> So, Jake and May, you guys watched it. Did you, did you, uh, well, May, you said you really sincerely believed Seven. So that means you liked it well enough, right? Yeah. Well, you were talking about Winter Soldier. Like, we just watched the most recent F, and I was just like, yeah, total Winter Soldier vibes. Yeah, it really is. It's funny. I just last night watched the most recent episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or more like, uh, you know, faux Cap America vibes, because he's, you know, he's messed up in the head. Yeah, he's kind of like that guy, yeah. That guy's name in the comic books. God, I love comic books. They're so <laughs> ridiculous. That guy's name in the comic books is the U.S. Agent, but it's oh. it's USA all in capital letters and then the word oh, gent yes. in like lower level letters. He's the U.S. Agent. Because he's a gentleman. <laughs> Where's a <the> fedora? <laughs> He doesn't kiss and tell. That's Always opens great. opens the door for ladies. <laughs> but is everybody watching the better show that just came on Disney Plus? Uh, yeah. If you say Mighty Ducks Return, the Stamos one, the Stamos one, you're going to say Mighty Ducks Return, Mighty Ducks Game Changer. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Great show, man. You know, you it's know, funny. Girl. Yeah, Lauren Graham's in it. You know, it's yep. funny. Stan Stan started watching that and he really likes it too. So uh-huh. you're not you're not alone, Sean. Yeah, I made last last night's episode I cried. Hmm. Beautiful. I, I wonder if uh, it's because we're we've been been in this desert for so long that any drink of water is just uh, like just a, a pure oasis to us. Oh, it's a good now show. Watch this, no? watch this scene, you guys. This guy is yeah. about to uh, take all of these guys out. <laughs> it's some very eighties, not yeah. very convincing. Oh, not very convincing them up. Fight choreography. Oh my god. Is O'Brien going to be able to manage that's, things? You guys, that's the font of Min's shirt. The, the like, panel on the back, like... Yes. I, I want this outfit to get my vaccine, because it's got a spot right where the knee is going. Perfect. Oh, his, his arms? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yep. He's, got a, he's got a shoulder. Both arms, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's vax-friendly, vax as yeah. we all should be. Oh, yeah, oh my God. This guy's some, like... He can take it, man. He's on space... PCP or One something. Shot to com. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Warf. Yeah, Warf just like Warf saved. You just found Riker. You owe me so much right now. I just saved your life. You have to give me your firstborn, Riker. Oh, that's it. Okay. Humbling. Well, Riker's not going to have a firstborn, so that's not a problem for him. He's already had a firstborn. I don't know. He, he doesn't, know he's he's a, he's he doesn't a bad know about it. Right. Oh, actually, he does have a uh, firstborn in the future. You know, he has kids because yeah, we see right. him in yeah. the future. Well, you know, I, I never watched the. I was just story told. Oh, you just—that's right. I keep forgetting you never watched it, and you're just yeah. going off our descriptions of mm-hmm. it, too. Mm-hmm. which were good. I bet you mentioned a kid. They <laughs> do have a kid. If I, yes, but I'm saying that the the kids he has with Troy, there's no way those are the first kids he's had. <laughs> You think there are little Riker babies out there all over? I mean, come on! It's the he has the same place as he's just like Kirk, you know? Yeah, but don't you think the birth control situation in the future has got to be like way more advanced? Well, it depends on the planet. I mean, do you think he birth controls them? Like he he you know aborts? Riker doesn't want Riker babies out there. I bet Riker. I bet Riker is very careful. Uh, I think I think they just have like a way to like. Take the baby out right after teleport it out. He can just be really good at wearing condoms. <laughs> he could. Yeah, yeah, let's give the guy the benefit of the doubt. I mean, sure. well, they don't Kirk, need I condoms see, in the future. Kirk, I can see being totally sloppy and not giving uh, you Riker is. I think Riker is a little bit more responsible. Conscientious, than totally, totally. But he's don't a you think slut. a Riker is a slut? But he's an ethical slut. Like he's <laughs> he's gonna behave himself. Okay. We've already seen that from him, but in the past, we know that he's, we know that he behaves himself. Do you? Think yeah, but what about that Irish lady that he banged? He don't now, you know them. These Catholics, they wouldn't let him use birth control. I don't think they were ever explicitly named as Catholic. <laughs> if they are Irish, they were certainly Irish stereotypes in every other the, way. The type that you would, the type that's typically stereotyped as Irish Catholic too, like they were the drinkers, you know. Well, that one guy really was. Who's this guy, Sean? Oh, the actor? Yeah. Is uh, uh, Jeff McCarthy. Okay. 
I spent, a, I spent a good portion of this episode thinking that it was Kevin Nealon. Before we <laughs> <laughs> he does look a lot like sort of a handsomer Kevin Nealon. Yeah. yeah. Where's he from? Last year. With uh, Kevin Nealon and Ben Stiller. From back then. Like, was he on a bunch of shows? Uh, was he one yeah. of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Robocop 2. That lighting is really good for Troy. It's nice and even. He, oh, this guy actually does have a weird... He does the voice on on a certain amount of, of uh, Looney Tunes cartoons. Uh-huh. He does the voice <laughs> of the frog, the, the, the singing frog. I have my life. That... Oh, my baby. That guy, he did the voice <laughs> for the frog in like the mid-90s. In a, in a number I, of things. Huh. I never would have pegged him as that uh, the voice of that. Frog. Like, the, like when the WB was using the frog. As yeah, exactly, the exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, he I think this might it. be the first time we've ever seen a sink on the show. Like, no, I'm freaked with out. Water in it too. He pushed a button and there was a little sink in, in there. Like, but it already has water so. in it. Like, that's just a drawer with water in it. <laughs> yeah, it's just standing water. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just well, Aaron. It's the frig. It's the frig. Come on. It's just, these aren't, this isn't a room he's in. Yeah, he's in prison. <laughs> the only time Aaron has dealt to, uh, has had to deal with a drawer with water in it was bad. It was <laughs> right? bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never opened up a drawer and there was water inside it and thought this is a good thing. These are fancy places. These are places that you would like it on Airbnb or um, what was the uh, VRBO. They're, you know, you rent them out. They've got the hard architecture. It comes with its own drawers. water drawer. Yeah. Water drawer. <laughs> yes, yes. This is what rich people do. They, they get like crazy right. ideas and they're like, make it for me. I want to see it happen. Why is what? this $500 more than all the other places in the neighborhood? <laughs> well, we have got a water, water drawer. Got water drawer. <laughs> oh, wow. What a drawer. <laughs> Don't do anything with the water. It's it's dangerous. <laughs> it, it looks really nice. <clears throat> got sharks in it. Mm. I have water drawers at home. <laughs> I don't need a <laughs> water drawer. If I wanted a water drawer, I'd stay home. <laughs> I'll make it myself. <laughs> doesn't this guy seem exactly like the kind of guy that would have that plot with troy where she's like mm-hmm. i'm strangely attracted to him even mm-hmm. though i know a troubled person like yeah. so i just kind of like that they don't do that yeah like she's defend she wants to help him but she's not she's not like lusting well, after yeah, him she's not, yeah she's coming at it from a from a counselor point of view not professional from a, point of view yeah exactly I'm thinking with that damn vagina <laughs> she'll do that now now May sometimes it helps <laughs> you don't know vaginas very well <laughs> well I, I, that's I, that's true I mean men could take many vagina lessons Never. you ever watch Big Mouth the cartoon Big Mouth are there vagina lessons in there? Damn, Kristen Wiig does the voice of one of the characters' vaginas. Oh. Hmm. She talks to it. Do you like it? Is it a good, good show? It's great. It's really oh. good. Hmm. Nice. Best presentation of what puberty is like I've ever seen <laughs> on television. That sounds scary. Describes right? that, that time, that 12 to 14 
yeah. time of your life perfectly. Yeah, I've uh, I've done much heavy lifting to bury those uh, those memories. Well, it's, so it's nice. You know? It's actually makes you feel like you weren't the only one. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. <laughs> Andrew Rannells does a voice on the show too. Which one is he? The gay kid. Mm. You're like at first he's just sort of snarky. And everyone just sort of assumes he's gay, but he never actually comes out. And eventually he's like, I guess I am gay. And then in the later episodes, he's dating a, a character voiced by Zachary Quinto. Quinto. Oh, I like that man. See, look at this lighting. It's so nice. I wish I had it in my own place, right? You look just nice and even and so well lit. It's good. It's flattering. You have a lot of lights, man, and you could set up <laughs> if you wanted to. Well, they're all at uh, Arthur's place. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll move on. He got, he got all the lights. <laughs> yeah, well, he got the lights sh- in the divorce. He, he got kept all the lawyer, lights in dude. the breakup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, we—I didn't realize it was—it uh, was going to be such a monumental moment. And uh, you know, it's like, um, yeah, you just—you just, you just uh, left uh, uh, a partner's place, and you were like, "What the hell happened?" Yeah. And then you got to go back, and you got to get your pets and your dildos and your—you uh, know—all of that stuff. Sure. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Man. Yeah, it's all right. We're adults now. Come on, we can deal with this. We, we've we've been through worse, haven't we? Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, sure. I'm yeah. sorry. I was trying to find sad trombone to play, and I couldn't find. <laughs> I couldn't find the button. You need the button that plays the end oh. of Incredible Hulk theme song. Breaker. Oh right, the sad walking away. Sad walk away. Uh, uh, music. Uh, uh, <laughs> rain, 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 rain. <laughs> there we go. Oh, we don't need a sound, but we got yeah, yeah, Jake yeah. in the house. Producer Jake. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a haunting melody. <laughs> Man, uh, Riker looks like he uh, just came off of uh, Rigel Four. He's got a nice uh, glow. He's what does got that nice mean? Tan. He's got a. He's looking tanned, and uh, you know, uh, he's been on vacation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, been on Riza. <laughs> yeah, he was good. You meant to yeah, say he just got, you're right. He just got back from vacation from Bermuda or Aruba or Rigel <laughs> Four. <laughs> Rigel. There we go. Yeah. I forgot to phrase it properly. There's not a great one. There's, no, there's a really good one in the next episode. A really good two uh, two reels and a fake. Mm-hmm. I, yes, well, and we'll get to that. That yeah. was very interesting to me too. Just, the, tune, just in, the, tune in next, tune in next week, week if you want to hear that that story. <laughs> I want to say that uh, I am I am uh, being convinced by Troy here, but I feel I feel like I'm just slipping further away, and she's she's having this emotional argument for the for the prisoner. But I don't know. I I'm, I haven't connected with it for some reason. Maybe data. How's this lighting, man? Ooh, it's dark. I like it. It's uh, it's for when you want to surprise your partner in bed. <laughs> You're like, Whoa, is that white is there? Whoa, what's that? Yeah. It's fully functional and programmed yeah. in several techniques, techniques. Multiple techniques. Yeah, multiple. Multiple. <laughs> there we go. Sad tromboner. That was Price's right failure. Wow, uh, same thing. Yeah. yeah. You need that. Mm-hmm. 
That's more yeah, of a... Doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, Data look really good from both the front and the back? <laughs> okay. Well, now I'm regretting giving you that T-shirt. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, my God. I, I would... One night I always welcome it. <laughs> one night... To make a baby. To make a baby. Um, I don't know if, if, if you had to choose, did we, did we discuss this already? If you had to choose uh, one person from the Star Trek crew to be with, who would you, who would you pick? Picard. Picard, yeah. Are we talking about one night or? Yeah, one night. One night. Well, Riker. Oh, oh, we could do a whole FML. FMK, FML. (laughs) Riker. Riker? Yeah. No, Daddy, are you saying Riker for yourself? Yes. Wow. Really? He, called, he just called you Daddy. Why? Well, <laughs> you know. Is that confuse you, Min, that your Daddy no. would say that? No. <laughs> well, I mean, well, hold on. That confused me because you're not my daddy. So then when you asked me that question, I thought. Oh, oh you just call me my... daddy because I happen to be a person's daddy. No, your daddy. You... No, your daddy. Your no, daddy. He means your daddy to, the, to him, to the show. To yeah, all to of the us. show. To the to show? Or... Okay, I got you. Yes, yes to all of that, you know. But I'm surprised that you pick Riker, Sean. I'm not. <laughs> I figure you get Riker and whoever he happens to be with that week. You know? Oh, so because you get I like figure, yeah. Well, exactly. It would end up being an no, orgy because no. he's bringing two chicks. <laughs> it's a twofer. <laughs> now he's just getting greedy. <laughs> no, hey. That's how you make a Riker. And if not real. You know he's down with going into the 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 holodeck. And creating our own scenario. <laughs> yeah, we've seen Let's him do that before. Sure. That yeah, guy can come up with some cool that. scenarios. So <laughs> well, I mean, for a we one saw... thing, definitely Riker. Mm-hmm. He'll show you some shit, man. Wow. Would I mean? I don't want to get personal, but would you and Riker? Would you and Riker do things? That's what he wanted to do. Sure. Wow. You're blowing my mind here, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know Riker's uh, feelings about Sean has always been susceptible to the powers of a very good-looking man. <laughs> really? Yeah. Of course. I mean, I mean sure. I, 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 your mind is being blown by right now. Everything I've ever known about Sean is being confirmed. About <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. Where have you been the last twenty years? <laughs> well, I mean, he. I don't know. I, I, he, he, yeah, Sean has such a, a strong uh, air of, of masculinity. Not in a toxic way either, you know, but just a, I, like a, I'm not gay and no. I'm not bi. Sure, I'm straight. Sure. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, there's no reason to. If I was going to try it, sure, I would sure. want to try it with someone, someone like, like Riker. Riker. Someone who knows what's up. Someone who's gonna bring some chicks. He brings brings a couple of chicks. Great. If he doesn't, that's okay. I'm good too. I'm good with that too. (laughs) I'm saying whatever he would want. I, I, you know what? I respect that you are so comfortable with yourself to be able to say that, Sean. That's pretty awesome. Appreciate. (laughs) 
I'm gonna guess that Min's answer. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that Min's answer is uh, Tasha. Nah. Well, I mean, no, 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 not Troy. Tasha. Troy would be cool. I I think Troy would be uh safe. So I wouldn't be like totally. That wouldn't be my first choice. I think my answer would honestly be Data. For some strange reason, sure. Uh, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me at least. <laughs> That's what I thought Matt was going to say when he was going. Let me guess. Oh, really? uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, it's I, I maybe I just remembering. He I'm didn't just go. He was think, you um, were thinking that he talked Finn about sex data. Well, and he well, and Min talked Finn a would lot. Play data mm-hmm. in that scenario. And also, Min talked a lot about data about Tasha during yeah. Yeah. during the time that she was on the show. I I. Maybe you more. <laughs> well, you know, Data's gonna bring two chips, right? <laughs> and Jordy. hell yeah. yeah, and he don't care. Yeah, no. he'll you could have both the chicks. Really, he's just there. What if you were picking from all? You don't have to pick from Next Generation. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. Don't yeah. Want to. You could pick from expand original series. Yeah. Sure. Lieutenant Uhura. Well, now wait a minute. If we're gonna expand, I get to answer. I have to answer again. Oh, okay. What is? Oh my well, gosh! What was it some, some Matrix stuff. Cisco. Oh wow! Yeah. Mm. Well, we haven't gotten there yet, so no. we'll, we'll have to keep. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye open for. But you'll know what I mean when you meet Cisco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Um... That's a man who knows how to get things done. <laughs> <laughs> but still, he's a handsome black man. I feel like Jedzia would be an interesting choice. That, that's doing, yeah. what I was thinking of. If we're doing yeah. the DS Nine people, because she's go-to. got she's got all that life experience, um, multiple life experience. Yeah, who, who, who you know it? she's down for whatever. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Not to spoil anything, but the first uh, lesbian kiss in Star Trek, she's a yeah, part sure. of. Oh wow! So how how long before we get to that? Her oh, probably have, a year, two years, two years. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll let you know in twenty years when we watch those episodes where I not that far <laughs> away land on this issue. It's We're not twenty years away, those, but it's, it's probably about two two. We're closer years. to those episodes than we are to the beginning of the show. Wow! Yeah, that's... that just makes me <laughs> feel yeah. feelings when yeah. we see that. Yeah. Then I should change to Mariner. Oh, Mariner. 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 Yeah, that's a good answer. Is that a Discovery character? Or, 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 no, that's Lower Decks, right? If I'm yeah. picking anybody, if I'm picking from all of the iterations, I'm picking Chris Pine. Rutherford. <laughs> oh, sure. Does John Stamos ever appear on Star Trek? <laughs> sure. Whoever he plays. I'm just going to go down the list <laughs> and just hope that they're in a Star Trek episode. <laughs> sure, you you can always petition them to Mark be. Wahlberg. Anybody? Wow, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, really? Christian Slater is in a Star Trek movie. You could have Christian Slater. Oh. There was a time when Mark Wahlberg, for sure. Sure. Yeah, when he was uh, wearing those Calvin Klein's. Ooh. After that. Oh, okay. Not Marky Mark days. Not as much. Like three kings days. More like Boogie Nights days. Yeah, so early, early movie career. Yeah. Sure. 
He's pretty sexy in those. Well, that was fun. I I, I don't think Aaron ever told us who she would uh, she would give. Said she just I thought said she said the cards. Oh, oh just well, I mean, he's just enough. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, it's hard to ignore Riker right now. Yeah. Honestly, uh, sure. Yeah, sure. he's pretty good. classic choice. Everybody that- on the ship is incredibly bad at their jobs in this episode <laughs> well they're engineers this... they're not security i know but this one guy manages to just like completely stymie yeah. the entire crew of the enterprise and i get he's supposed to be like a the genetically super enhanced yeah. Like, yeah. Super soldier and he's supposed to be brilliant at tactics and all that stuff Why don't they see but data? still it's it's crazy how easily he just like there's like all of them there's got to be at least 500 security officers on board <laughs> yeah. the ship, right? Like, they can send all 500 and take down one guy. Hasn't it been shown what? that Data has super strength and, like, he doesn't feel pain? He does. Yeah, that's my point. Everybody on this episode is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Worf, Worf is particularly yeah. terrible at his job in this episode. Like, uh-huh. Worf's one job is to be the security dude. And he just fails every time that he gets a chance to go after this guy. Wow, this is a cool engineering hallway. Yeah. I would totally smash in this hallway. It's got good lighting. Yeah, oh. that red club lighting. It's like warm and just like, let's make a baby. Let's... Today. <laughs> Today, baby. <laughs> How many more babies were born if some of, if, if like every tenth baby was a baby? What? Look at Warp just standing there. Like, <laughs> go find him. Why is he standing there? Uh, he could be anywhere. Attention. Yeah. There's a scene where right where Warp's like, I'm on my way, and then he like slowly walks down the hall. It's like this is a matter of some urgency, Warp. Like, puss it. Yeah. So that those are this is the only use of a Jeffrey's tube. In next generation, that's not true. <laughs> they crawl through Jeffrey's tubes all the fucking time on this. I know that's what the, it's weird. I thought they did. It, oh, this yeah. might be the first. This might be the only time that it's big enough to walk around in. Yeah, no usually they yeah. Have yeah, they have to squeeze. Right. No, this is the only one that walk you can walk up upright in. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we see like Scotty in one just trying to like? Well, I said in Next Generation. No, I'm I'm the, yeah, but we see them on the old show. They were always shuffling up the Jeffrey's tubes. Yeah, but they weren't as fancy as the the ones on this show. <clears throat> they weren't hotel Jeffrey's tubes. <laughs> Question: What is a Jeffrey's tube? <laughs> it's a tube that lets you go from one part of the ship to another part of the ship. Mm-hmm. It's like the air ducts, right? In uh, Die Hard. They're like maintenance shafts. They're maintenance, yeah. Who, you can get to the different. Who's Jeffries? Oh, that's a good uh, question. It's, it, uh, his name was Matt Jeffries, and he was the, I, th- I want to say, the set designer of the original Kirk, you know, back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. He designed the sets for the old show, oh. and they named, that, they named that little maintenance shaft a Jeffries tube. Uh, after him, I want a maintenance shaft named after me. <laughs> yeah, a legacy. Well, design one then. Oh. Well, they're working. They're That's working. Not name one after you. Hey, you don't hey, do anything hey, for it. Sean, they are working on the Warped Podcast Studios right now, so they 
They're then they're worth. The yeah. I'm gonna yeah, make put it in a jeppies too. Well, we'll name that after them. Yeah. Put a tube from the jacuzzi into the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I want a wet tube. We'll name it after you. Drawer of water. <laughs> that's right. You put a tube that swims. A wet into... tube into a drawer of water <laughs> is just <laughs> a. It's just a water slide. Like you just describe yeah, a water uh, slide. The hot tub could be the drawer of water, technically. Oh, yeah, he yeah. wants your hot tub to be called the Sean Memorial Hot Memorial. <laughs> <laughs> they do that. I'll name a tube after you. Yeah. I wanted to name it like a ship and put like a placard on the side of it. So. Oh, and uh, you, you should, should. You should christen it too. Yeah, you should name it the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> to boldly come where no man. I'm going to write that on Sharpie on the side of it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call my penis. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was too Sharpie. easy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good job. I not black ink. Yeah. Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Sharpies are great. Oh uh, yeah, they are permanent, but um, yeah, annoying. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, it was bad. I shouldn't have gone for the joke. Is yes. mm. don't don't double back. <laughs> Come on, stand by your joke, man. No, it's, yeah. it's like when the GPS leads you down the the forest trail, and you're like, "What the hell? Are we supposed to be off the road yet? Here? Why is there a lake up ahead?" That's like, where you live, man. That's where you live. <laughs> Oh, you see, he, there's a part where Worf is pretty clever. Oh, they're playing yeah, but that, he figures out where the guy is and then immediately gets his ass handed to him. Like, Worf's supposed to be this badass Klingon warrior. This guy just takes him down, like, no problem. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. Yeah. He should have just shot for, ooh. Also, Worf totally lets himself get distracted here. Like, instead of keeping his eyes on the prize, he looks up. Oh, So, like, back him. <laughs> well, what a lame of a Worf is. It's not his fault. It's the writer's fault. Come on. Well, sure, but, you know. Yeah, we weren't blaming the character. Maybe. It sounded like you were blaming the, it's, you were saying Worf, Worf, Worf. You I know, think I blame Michael Dorn. <laughs> it's not Michael Dorn's fault. It might be. He might have suggested this. Oh, you but look know. at this badass fight. This is. I think the real problem is that whenever they needed on this show to demonstrate that a character was really dangerous and powerful, yeah. the, yeah. the way that they would do that is by have that person beat up Worf. Yeah. So Worf gets beat up a lot by guys who way outmatch him so it's mm. not his fault but it just does sort of like when you watch it it just kind of reads as like geez Worf never wins a fight like <laughs> he's just constantly getting his ass kicked by people oh, because God. that was just the way this that was the shorthand that the writers were using do they ever beat up the uh, data like that or no they save him for even yeah worse. they do sometimes sometimes data will get beaten and everyone goes oh data got beaten typically upon the bridge so they don't let him go fight fights yeah he's usually up there looking shit up on the computer mm -hmm. well i don't know i mean captain's got to know his resources at hand and uh be able to well data's mostly in like a lot of the time on the show his job is to do the exposition and sort of explain mm -hmm. what's going on to picard so that picard can say make it so <laughs> mm -hmm. 
This episode's slower than I remember. <laughs> well, that that whole section where he's running around the ship is sort of the big, yeah, action. sort of the big action yeah. of the show. Is, right, is the long section. Yeah. Well, and then yeah, and then they do the diplomatic part too. Right. Yep. Right. It's not like okay, battle's over, we're good. Oh no, now we have to talk about it. Yeah, well, that's question for you. They love they love to sit at the conference table and talk about things on this show, <laughs> which I like about it. It's a yeah. you know, they have a very uh, they have a very thoughtful approach to conflict resolution on Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> we haven't seen the farmer since the beginning of the episode. What's going on? So he's the pri- do you want to actually know what the plot of this episode sure. is, man? Yeah. It's almost over and we have never we haven't talked about it. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Please. James Cromwell is the prime minister of this planet. Mm. And back in the day, they were involved in a war with some other planet. So they developed these super soldiers basically that they genetically altered and like psychologically manipulated and turned into uh Winter soldiers, basically. Mm-hmm. And then when the war, they won the war, and then they had to figure out what to do with these guys. So they put them in their own, like, um, they gave them, at first they said they were giving them, like, their own, uh, like, piece of land, like their own state to live in. But then it turned into more of a, a, a prison camp, right? Because James Cromwell, his his government is like, well, these people are too dangerous. We can't have them in the normal population because we can't control them. So we're going to put them in this prison camp. So that one guy who's been the main guy this whole episode, he escaped. Mm-hmm. And he went up to the ship and kind of explained to them what, has ha- what had happened to him. And so now they're down here to, like, bring some righteousness down and uh, tell this guy, you're the pro- you're the responsible yeah. for this. And yeah. You're the reason these these people are the way they are. And you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to take care of them and to try and cure them of the, you know, the things that you did to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because, see, these people want to be in the Federation. That's why Picard's there in the first place uh-huh. is the planet is applying to be in the Federation. So Picard's there to decide if they would be a good fit or not. And once he finds out what they've been doing to these winter soldiers, he's like, nope, you're not going to yeah. be in the Federation. Sorry. Better luck next time. Better luck next time. Hmm. And then so they just walk away from Star it. Trek, it's got a classic sort of Star Trek me- message and uh-huh. sort of moral uh, position to it. And I liked it. I thought this was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, uh, now that you've explained it, and it's more than just like us seeing him fight uh, people on the ship, it's uh, it's really deep and meaningful. Uh, uh, it, so they just leave at the it's end? Sort of about, like... It's all a metaphor for, Sean said this earlier, I think, it's all sort veterans. of a metaphor for Vietnam veterans. Mm-hmm. And, the way the vets were treated when they got yeah, back. Sure. What do you do with your soldiers when you don't need them yeah. anymore? And Yeah. But so at the end, they just fly away. They're like, "No, we're we're not going to accept." Well, you. here come the baddies. Like mm-hmm. here, here, not the baddies. The, the these are the soldiers. He went and his, the one guy went and got all of his soldier buddies. Got all of his buddies. Yeah. And James Cromwell is gonna is is like, you have to help us, Captain Picard. You have to like help us find these guys. And Picard's like, um, actually, this is your responsibility. Yeah. And 
I'm not here to solve your problems for you. Mm. And and he just ooh. So he just he's just like uh, resolve this on your own. But I will say yeah, like uh, James Cromwell called him and said you have to help us. And Picard said we'll come down. But he just came down with his usual gang. Like they thought he was going to bring like an army to help him take these guys out. Picard's like uh, I'm not interested in fighting your fight for you. Like mm-hmm. that's not what I'm here to do. This is your problem. Hmm. Interesting. So, so Star Trek is more just like we're shining a light on this. We're not going to uh, make a judgment either way. Oh, no, Picard. No, the show definitely has a judgment. A, yeah, the hmm. show definitely has a position. Like okay. Picard's whole point definitely is, is you on have the to, soldiers. He's on the side, side of soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's like, you have to help these people, and 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 I'm not here to like fight your fight for you. Mm-hmm. What's great, I think this might be the only episode I can think of where Picard's final solution is to just leave. Like, <laughs> he literally just nopes out of this whole situation. He's like, you guys have to take care of this yep. yourselves. I'm leaving. <laughs> and he just leaves. So there's like no actual yep, resolution out. to the issue. He's like, they're going to have to work it out for themselves. Okay. Uh, now that I see Troy there like that, I'm going to take back my answer about data. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to choose to spend my uh, my time with uh, Troy. She looks great. Amazing. I like that purple outfit. Yeah, she rocks it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, Data. I think we already know who Cyber's supposed to be on just based on their outfits. Like turtlenecks, dumb, <laughs> yeah. badass soldier outfits, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're sort of always supposed to side on the side of the rebels, you know, against the mean government, basically. Mm. Although next week's episode kind of complicates that a little bit. <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Have you guys been checking the soldiers out? Anyone you want to uh, FMK here? Uh, uh, there was the guy in the, with the arms in the back. Oh, he yeah, was, yeah. Well, it's a Patrick's voice. Right. Right. <laughs> the Patrick's voice. There was. I mean, that, you're right. <laughs> Everybody was trying to look like Patrick Swayze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was yeah. a time period. Patrick like, Swayze lookalike contest. And they out all those guys. Every movie yeah. and TV show had, was full of Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Even uh, Patrick Swayze was trying to look like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah. and, and Picard's just like, we're out of here, buddy. Uh, <laughs> everyone get your drink. Get your drink. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Engage. <laughs> Indeed. That's a good engage on that one. Yeah, that is one of his better engages because he takes a long pause before he says it. Yeah. I really like it. He's comfortable now. He's like uh, season three. He knows it's gone. Yeah. It's in a good place. I think they found their 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 footing. The show is uh, absolutely in its groove right now. Like this yeah. is yeah. you can tell this is the show getting all of it right. Basically, mm. you know, some episodes are better than others, but everything they're all they're all, a, they're all good. Yeah, everything is like high quality. You know, the acting is all high quality. And they nice. the look of the show is established now, and it, it's, it's yeah. Just there was something I was reading either it was this episode or the next episode. Where they changed the carpet on the bridge to like a dark blue. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't remember that. I'll have to look for that next week. Well, let's see in the next episode if it's there. If the, the color of the carpet and the bridge changes. Well, that's that's awesome. It feels like there's more hope in the world. <laughs> there you go. That was the hunt. The hunted. Mm-hmm. Wow, pretty good. That's good. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> that guy gives a good performance as the soldier. Denar. Very good, hunted. Very good. That'll do. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening to Warped. You can follow us uh, on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, to rate, review, and subscribe. You can email us at warpthepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at warpedthepodcast. Buy our merchandise at lunar underscore flare. We're on Twitter at Warped Trek. I'm on Twitter at Host Warped. Min is on Twitter to tell you about our Dungeons and Dragons, Call of Cthulhu podcasts and live streams at mm-hmm. Wet Maynard. And most importantly, you can go to patreon.com slash warped, become a subscriber for additional episodes and bonus material. My name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. Aaron. And I'm the Min Win. I'm Mike. Good night, everybody. 